How's it going? Welcome to the Be Positive, Stay Positive podcast. My name is Nat and I'm here for you. I am here for you usually three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to cheer you up, give you those keys to the door that will hopefully unlock your happiness. And if my podcast is helping you, let me know. Let me know that my words are helping you. Text me 304-506-3332. Let me know that I'm making a difference in the world because I'm doing my best to help you find your happiness. I want to give a quick shout out to everyone who's just recently purchased The Positive Perspective, my new book, and you got your personalized copies, and I would trust that everyone who has ordered this past month has gotten their copies, because I have writer's cramp, and uh, <laughs> they have all gone out in the mail, so I hope you got them all. If you didn't, let me know, but I think you did. Um, grab your copy at Amazon, or you can go to my website, BePositivePodcast.com. There's going to be a pop-up, as long as you don't have them blocked. Or you can click on the book link and it'll come up. You can get yours from Amazon or skip big tech, get it directly from me or also get your personalized copy right there. I want to give another shout out to Podomatic, the people who have made this podcast possible for so many years. Uh, every time there was a situation, they've always rectified it quickly. And if you want to do a podcast on your own, it's pretty cool and you could do it for free. Go to Podomatic.com. Start your podcast today, and you know what? You might be able to touch people's hearts the same way I am. All right, I'm going to get right into the show. I'm going to cut through the bullshit, and there's just something that I really want to talk about that might be a little bit different than most of the normal shows that I do here. A lot of the times, uh, I will take your emails and your text messages, and I will build the show off of what you want me to talk about, but this is something that is kind of out there, and I'm hoping you're going to go along with me on this. But the title of the show is The Real World Versus What You Think The Real World Is. Now, I have no idea where this show is going to go, but there's something in my mind that is telling me to do this show. So what is the real world? Is it the physical world that we all experience? Is it this matrix that we're all living in and this whole pre-programmed thing that we... uh are just being a, 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 we're just players in the show? Or is it what you think it is? Well, I always talk about thoughts become things, what you think about, you bring about, your mind controls your body, all that stuff. You've heard it if you've listened to the show before. But when you start looking outside of yourself at what the, I'm doing air quotes here, real world is, and I actually did the air quotes in my studio. <laughs> but if you're actually going along with what people are telling you the real world is, and they're saying, this is how you have to think. This is how you have to raise your family. This is how the kind of person that you have to be in order to fit in to society. Well, I tell you right now, to me, that is not the real world. That is the pseudo world. That is the matrix world that uh, that has been created for us. And I can only use that term matrix world because, first of all, I love the movies. I love the concept. Uh, it's, it's Some of that stuff, I think, is making us think about what's really going on. I'm not going to get into those movies. That could be a whole podcast in itself. But if you are not thinking for yourself, if you're not actually being who you want to be and looking at situations and understanding that you are being manipulated in more ways than you know, 
whether it's with a person that you love, whether it's from your government, whether it's from your society, whether it's from your religious group, um, when you start thinking about how our society has been built, okay? Let's go, let's, let's, let me just dive into a couple things here so we can actually analyze what the air quotes real world is. Let's see what, what I come up with here, all right? First of all, let's, let's, uh, jump into religion. Kind of a touchy subject with some people because they are fanatics about what they believe in. There's a God. You're going to go to heaven. There's pearly gates. There's the whole thing that has been created, uh, for us for something to believe in. Now you think about people that are religious and believe in a higher power, a spiritual, uh, a, a, a more, uh, superior intellect, a spiritual being. That's one thing. But when you start looking at religions that treat religion as a cult, that's when it starts to get a little scary. That's when it's like kind of a negative thing because you have to do this. You have, there's so many rules you have to abide by. You have to, uh, you're a sinner. You're, you, you know, uh, you are a sinner in the eyes of God. You're, you're useless until you believe this and you follow this and you go to this place that has this multi-million dollar big beautiful cathedral where there's one person all the way at the front who's in charge and reading from this book and there's people out in, uh, in front of them that protect them like guards it's not really guards but that's it's kind of like if you don't uh, uh, to me if people are overly religious overly spiritual totally oh my god this is the way to be this is the only way to be if you don't believe in god and you don't believe in religion then you're going to die and burn in hell. Now, to me, that's not a positive influence. That's not something that's going to motivate me to try to be part of this world. Now, I believe in a higher power. I believe in a spiritual unity that we all are a part of. Okay. But when you're telling me if I don't do this and this and drink this and, and talk about this and act this way and be this kind of person, then I'm not going to be accepted into the kingdom of God. Well, then I don't think I want to be a part of that. Now, don't get down on me for, for uh, I'm not bashing any religion because your beliefs are your beliefs. And when you start thinking about the world, what is real and what you think the real world is. It all comes down to your individual chemistry, your brain, your thought processes, your upbringing, your belief system. Because the beautiful thing about being a human being and experiencing this physical experience, this physical portion of our journey, the beautiful thing about that is we get to make the choice to be who we want to be. And you have to believe in that. 100%. And whatever it is, I don't care what it is, but if you believe it and it works for you, that's awesome. Then you're doing your life right. Maybe it doesn't align with my uh, views of the world or my views of humanity or uh, existence, but to me, our lives, our existence on this planet is very... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Very uh, unique to us. And why? Because we're each created with our own individual brains. 
Okay, now the human brain can't be analyzed enough. They, it's, it's more powerful than any computer on the planet. The things that we can do with our minds, we, we still don't even know the realm of possibilities. So when you start talking about the real world and what you think the real world is, it's all about perception. It's all about what you want your world to be, what you want your life to be. Because it's it's about thinking and thoughts and your creation of your life. And I talk about this all the time that the thoughts that you have all the time create your life. You know, your thoughts become things. And we know that whole thing that I talk about all the time. But your life is what it is because of the choices you made, the decisions you made, and blah, 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 blah. We all know all that stuff. But what is the real world? Well, the real world is your world. What you're experiencing right now. It's not what someone else is telling you about what the world is. It's not what religion is telling you you should be. It is not what the government says that you have to, uh, the next new fad that you need to be on board with and follow the, the rules. No. Life is not about following rules and being someone you're not. Life is about experiencing your self. Okay, we chose to come here. I say it all the time, but we choose our feelings and our thoughts. So your real world and what is real to you, be it uh, you might believe in aliens, you might believe in uh, um, uh, monsters, you might believe in religion, you might believe in who who knows, whatever it is, Buddha, uh, other kind of whatever religion or whatever uh, um, you, your thought process is on our existence and our creation and your history, whatever it is that you believe in in your life. I'm telling you right now, I don't condemn it, I don't condone it. I don't have any opinion about it because it is your life and your thoughts in your life create your happiness. Now, I have a problem when people try to force their lives on me, when people try to force their opinions on me or judge me on my opinions on life. Because it's my life. Bon Jovi said it the best. It's my life. Right? It is your life. And in the, in the end, when all the cards are played and you're on your last hand, it's your life. Nobody else is going to, uh, answer for it. Not your job, not your boss, not your spouse, not your friends. Not your enemies, not anyone. Because when you are on your last breath, if you could take that last breath and go, you know what? I lived my life the way I wanted to. Sure, I pissed some people off. I freaked some people out. I was the kind of person that did not take shit and did not accept things at face value. I made sure that I believed in everything I spoke about, everything I represented, and everything that I stood for. 
And if you can take your last breath knowing that you did that, then you did life right. You did life right. And it's your freaking life, man. And you know what? It, it's so sad to me when I see people that are not in control of their life, that are giving in to other uh, outside sources, whether it be an abusive relationship or a narcissistic relationship or an abusive boss or a job that you hate or a relationship that is not loving and 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 fruitful, you know, when you're not doing what makes you happy, you're wasting your life. Now, something that I uh, uh, I saw earlier tonight that I want to talk about is the lack of family, the lack of the love for family that is running rampant through society. The fact that the most important thing that is being stressed to most people is the loyalty to seniority. Now, you know what I have to say to that? Fuck that. And I don't curse often on this podcast, but that's the way I feel. Because if seniority means that I cannot enjoy the family that I've created, if I cannot provide for the people that I love more than anything in the world, if I cannot experience the joy of raising children in a place that is worth raising children in, something is very wrong. And the only way, the only way this is all going to change is if we all as individuals start really paying attention to what is really most important to us. And if you don't pay attention to what's most important to you and your face is buried in your phone or on your news channel or whatever it is and you're you're just buying into all the bullshit, if you're not really... I mean, I watch a lot of stuff to get a good overview of what is happening in the world. But I stay true. I stay true to what is most important to me. And that's not something that's uh, uh, society acceptable. It's not something that's on a list somewhere. It's not a, a checkbox I have to check off saying, you know what? I, I got to be this type of person. I have to treat people this certain way. No, it's what works for me. And guess what? You can ask my wife. There's things that work for me that don't always work for her. But you know what? At the end of the day, she knows me as well as I know myself. Because I'm not full of shit. I'm not living a life that is not true to myself. I'm not taking away from nature. I'm not taking away from what we all are here to and to endure, to enjoy, to be part of, which is this physical existence that is so important to our growth. Okay? Now, I say this a lot, and I know that we're all put here for a reason, and I say this more times than I can even remember, that we chose to come here, and we are here 
to learn something. And ever since I was a kid, I'm telling you this for a fact, ever since I was a kid, I thought that we were put here to learn how to love. And that's how simple I put it. I mean, I was 10 when I started thinking about that. That was after my dad passed away. I'm like, you know what? I was put here to learn how to love. And I'll tell you what, it's pretty difficult to love unconditionally, to actually accept people for who they are and let people think, do, and be who they are 100% and accept them. And the only way, the only way you can do that is if you live that way yourself. You live for you. You do what makes you happy. You be the person that you want to be. And we all have a purpose. And if you haven't found it yet, if you have not found your purpose and your reason for being on this planet, don't give up. Don't give up. You'll find it. You will find it. Don't try so hard. Maybe you're trying way too hard to figure out who the hell you are. I've been there, you know, and, and the more I tried to figure out who I was when I was distressed and in a, a rough point in my life, the, the more I got deeper in shit and the more I had problems trying to figure out who I am in life. So if you're trying to figure out why you're here, what's your purpose? What are you doing? What, are you, what the hell am I doing here? And you're, you're getting a blank scrape, your blank slate, your blue screening. Well, then maybe you're trying too hard. Step back three steps and go, okay, you know what? Am I a good person? Am I doing what I want to do? Am I living the life that I want to live? Am I actually contributing to the world in a way that I want to contribute? Am I leaving a legacy that's going to be worth something? Am I being a good role model for my children? Am I being a good spouse for my other half? Am I actually happy with every aspect of my life? Now, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I don't think there's a person on the freaking planet that can say they are happy with every aspect of their life. <laughs> I tell you what, man, because I know I can't. There's shit about myself that I want to change, and I haven't, and I know I should, and I haven't. I have not changed. I'm still the same asshole I've always been. <laughs> oh man. But, but you know what? But there's things about ourselves that, that we want to change that maybe we have to work on. But are you happy with where you are right now? And if you are, and you still have things you have to change about yourself, but you're happy with where you are, bravo. You're doing the right thing. Now the, those things that are uh, about yourself that are, you're having problems changing. And I'm speaking from a, uh, not a medical, metaphorical, but a personal, uh, place. There's things about who you are that you think you should change, but you cannot find the motivation to change because you're, mm, to, for lack of a better word, getting away with it. Think about, do you really want to change it or are you really okay with it? <laughs> you know, and that's where you have to say, okay, you know what? Maybe I do this too much. Maybe I'm this kind of person. Maybe I act this way. And you know what? Fuck it. I'm okay with it. And if you're okay with it, then don't worry about changing it. 
But if you think you want to change it, maybe because someone in your life wants you to change a certain part of your life and you respect that person, love that person enough to where it's like, you know what, maybe I should get a handle on this or change this part of my life because I love this person so much. Well, then you got to really weigh a lot of different things now. Are you going to be true to yourself? And is changing that part of yourself a good thing? (laughs) It probably is. Are you ready to change it? Probably not. So that that's the conundrum that you deal with with this thing called human. So the real world versus what you think the real world is. <laughs> I tell you what, you know what? My real world is a direct reflection of what I think it is now. And... um I'm pretty happy about that, but I'm hoping that something I say will help you to fix that thing in your life that is just like mm, uh, the monkey wrench in your life. We all got something that's like, God, man, you know what? I I wish I didn't have that kind of personality or that kind of urges or those thoughts or or I didn't act that way or we all got that, man. And, and don't think you're special because you have that weird thing going on. You're not. It's a human thing. So either you accept it or you change it. So your life that you're living right now, okay, is the life you created. Do you like it? <laughs> That's a simple question. Do you like your life right now? All right, how many of you actually answered that? If you answered it, please text me at 304-506-3332 and say, yep, I answered that damn question. But is your life what you want it? Are you happy with it? Are you content with it, no matter what other people say about it? And if you are, hell yeah, man, that's awesome. I appreciate your honesty. But if it's not, if it's not the life that you thought you'd have, it's not the life that you want, if you want something bigger... And quit blaming other people. Take control. Make your life what you want it. And those things that you're questioning, oh, should I change this or should I not? <laughs> if you're questioning it, you know, if, you, if there's a question in your mind about it, then you should probably change it. <laughs> I'm telling you. But if, you, if you're like, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to be who I'm going to be, then bravo to you there. But it's all up to you because it is your life. It is your world. You are creating your world with every thought, action, and emotion that you experience every moment of every day. But on the other hand, don't overthink your life. You have to have spend time to enjoy it. And you know what? Here's a, a quick, a quick thing that I want to talk about because I was just watching an, uh, an old Alan Watts video and I didn't realize that he'd passed away back in 73 because he's so profound and the stuff he talks about is just so out there. I love it. <laughs> is that, uh, he said something like reality is such a philosophical concept. Now, I'm not one to uh, talk about uh, all that kind of philosophical stuff. I mean, uh, the things I talk about just come from my personal experience. And a lot of very smart, educated people talk about stuff like this. And it blows my mind that uh, I try to understand it, you know. So when you start thinking about yourself 
and the rest of the universe. It's really nothing more than an idea. There's no real difference. You know? And if you start trying to get in touch with yourself, and like a lot of people say, meditate. Get into meditation. It'll make you a better person. It'll make you happy. You'll be more positive and things will happen and and you can actually get control of your mind. Well, if you meditate for reasons like that, if you meditate to say, you know what? I want to have... Uh, a more successful future. I want to be more in control of my mind. I want to be more happy because uh, I'm so I'm going to meditate. Well, that's not the way meditation works. Now, I'm not one to meditate per se. I might zone out a bit, but I don't meditate. But think of meditation in the way you think about music and dance. Okay, now I can only relate to music. I can relate to dance because of my daughter. But when it comes to music... When, when to play music, when a musician plays music, you don't play music to get to the end, to win, to be the fastest person. Because if that were the case, then the fastest musicians would be the best. And that is not always the case. As a musician, when you're making music and you're actually on stage with a bunch of musicians and you're playing music, it is all about the energy of the music. It's a zen. It's a type of thing to where you are channeling an energy through you and it's coming out through the music and you look out and I played in front of 10 people I played in front of 10,000 people and when you do that and you get the crowd that just feels the music and they forget about all the bullshit that they that's happened in their life they're into the song they're into that part they're into the energy of the band coming off the stage and it's the same with dancing. When you're dancing, your goal is not to get to a certain point of the stage. You're not supposed to hit those points. I mean, there are marks and stuff like that. But when you're actually dancing, it's all about an emotion. Now, you can watch two people do the same dance. One of them is a fantastic dancer with a lot of expression and really involves the crowd with emotion and sucks them in. Another one does the part perfectly, but has no emotion. Now, as an observer, you could feel the difference, right? If you go watch a band that sounds really great, the whole band is really tight, they sound really good, but they have no emotion, you're like, yeah, they sounded good, that was good. But if you go watch a band, maybe the musicians aren't all up to par, but they are really into it, they're really creating an energy and performing on stage and sucking you into the energy of the song. Their musicianship takes a sideline. It steps back. Because the emotion created by making the music, by performing the dance, is so much more than the actual technical part of it that it makes you feel like part of the performance. Right? We've all been there. You've all gone to concerts or maybe ballets or performances or, or uh, Broadway shows or rock concerts or whatever you, you, you see, whatever kind of thing that you're really into musically or dance wise or entertainment wise or maybe a play, whatever it is, when the emotional involvement from the performers touches your heart, you, it stays with you, doesn't it? It does. And you remember it and you talk about it and you brag about it and it becomes a part of your life. And that is because of the expression of total connection to the universe 
that musicians, dancers, poets, um, actors, so many people who are so into their craft when they put their heart and soul into it that they suck you in and make you experience their feeling. So going back to meditating and stop overthinking. I mean, when when you meditate, if you meditate for a, a, any other reason other than to just clear your mind, then you're not really meditating. You're, there's a, a, a final goal. There's something that you want out of that. But if, uh, for me, when I play drums, when I play music, it's like meditation for me. It's a release. It's a disconnect from the physical world. And I get into that spiritual reality that is performing. And the euphoria I feel when I see the, the smiles on the crowd and the people that have actually experienced some happiness because of something I've done. Kind of like this podcast too. I hear from you guys how much it helps. It's really rewarding and it keeps me going. And it actually gives me a lot more faith in us as humanity. So when you're contemplating the real world and what you think the real world is and you're, you're uh, questioning it, step back and find out and take, a, take, take note of what makes you happy. What makes you feel euphoric? What brings you to that plane of forgetting about the physical world and just experiencing happiness and bliss? That's what it's all about, folks. It's what it's all about. We can do it. And hopefully I can help you find all that happiness in there, man, right? That's what this show is all about. And I appreciate everybody who's listened to the show. Please share it out there. I want to reach a million by the end of the year. We're up to over 800,000 listeners now. Uh, share that stuff out there. Grab the po- uh, the merchandise from the website, bepositivepodcast.com. Click on the merch tab. Buy a shirt, buy a cup, buy a bag, buy something, buy some sweats. There's all kind of stuff on there. And you know what? I'm slacking. I haven't actually gotten new stuff out. But uh, I'm working with my son now for some new designs. We're going to get some new designs, some more modern stuff. My son and my daughter. We're going to come up with some cool stuff for all the cool kids for the Be Positive, <laughs> Stay Positive podcast, all right? Don't forget about the book, The Positive Perspective on Amazon. All the stuff, uh, all the uh, links for everything I talk about is in the description below. And I want to hear from you guys. What do you think about this long-ass version of the podcast? It was only supposed to be 10 minutes, but guess what? We're up to 30. So what do you think about this? You want me to keep talking like this or should I keep them short and sweet? 304-506-3332. Uh, keep talking or shut the hell up. Let me know what you're talking about. All right. I appreciate you guys listening to the show. My name is Nat. This has been the Be Positive, Stay Positive podcast. You know, I think we can all do a little bit better. I'll talk to you later.